Now, the newly crowned king has long advocated, we know this, for a slimmed-down monarchy. First on the agenda seems to be his problematic brother, Prince Andrew. Charles has given Andrew allegedly an ultimatum to leave Royal Lodge, his family home of 20 years. It comes after, of course, the king axed the £250,000 annual subsidy gifted to the Duke of York by his late mum, the Queen, out of her own pocket. The question for us is, is this a sign of a modern monarch or a brother acting out of spite. Really interesting. This John, we discuss it. Daphne Barak, the journalist and royal confidant who managed to get this extraordinary inside scoop from those closest to Prince Andrew. Daphne, I love you. Welcome back to JK Live. Um, will he leave? Should he leave? Talk to me, Daphne. Talk to me. Well, I think, Jeremy, um, the difference, are we, are we looking uh, at a firm, as you said, or... Or family, you know, the family after all. And I, by the way, know several members of this uh, royal family. Uh, both of I know Charles, of course, and uh, of course Camilla's family. I've known for years. So it's actually, they're nice people. However, uh, I think right now, after the coronation, uh, we say in America that after, after the inauguration, after 100 days uh, of grace, uh, the honeymoon is over with the media, with the public. So I think you have the same thing in England and. Uh, Friends of Andrew uh, have been feeling the stress. Okay, before and until the coronation, everybody was, you know, behaving great, and they did uh, invite Sarah to Easter um, uh, and even offered her. People don't know. I'm revealing to you exclusively that they even offered her to walk with them publicly, but she opted not to. Right. Um, so there is some kind, but on, it's like the carrot and the stick, and it's all the time in the background that they want him out of there, and it's quite understood. Uh, both are editors, the son of Sunday, a male on Sunday, and, and by Andrew's friends, that uh, the idea is that they want Prince William, who is the heir to the throne, and Catherine and their lovely three children, eventually to move in. The question is, Jeremy, what's the rush, right? I mean, let's, okay, I know you like to say the disgrace Prince Andrew. I totally agree with, with many that he's errors of judgment are, are so disturbing about uh, visiting Jeffrey Epstein after he was a convicted pedophile. And of course, the BBC interview uh, uh, included some astonishing moments. However, um, basically, this is a guy, this, this is a family, this is a brother of them, that he, he did lose all his, he lost his job, right? He lost his charities. He lost uh, his social invitations, and he lost his very beloved. I, I get, I get that, Daphne. I can share with you. There are there are people who will say, "Is this vilification fair?" There will be also people in the media, and you know this more than anybody, far better than me, that that his judgment has been so appalling. Whether the advice is appalling or whether he's just this stubborn man who refuses to listen, I'm going to try a different angle with you. Not is it fair. Um, we hear Charles wants to slim down the monarchy. We hear that after the coronation, things will start to move forward. I'm going to try a different question. Do you think that Charles, who is famous for shouting and not seeing much through, do you think he's strong enough to stand up to Andrew? And furthermore, do you think there's any concern on Prince Charles or King Charles is, is in his mind that, that Andrew could cause more trouble if he's outside the fold and hacked off and feels isolated than if he's somehow kept in it. Do you know what I mean by that?
Very clever question. Yeah, dangerous, uh, Jeremy. So basically, uh, Andrew's state of mind is not to herald the monarchy or, or his brother. I mean, uh, but I mean, he is under a lot of pressure. He lost everything, including his beloved mom. And I'm just very careful. I'm just going to hint to you. He's uh, he's very fragile right now. He's recluse. He doesn't see people. And we're talking about you know uh, human beings. We're not talking about real estate. So he's. This musical chair, as you know, that Harry was moving, uh, uh, was evicted from here with Megan, and they want uh, Andrew to go to that. Is it is it such an urgency? When, frankly, uh, I mean, I just came, I came back from London. I just saw you and your lovely, your lovely child, your lovely son, and I'm coming back. So you have the same problem as we have: horrific, horrific economy. People cannot pay their electricity bills. They cannot uh, pay their rent. I mean, is that the, the most important thing to kick out Andrew and his family, whose daughter is heavily pregnant, uh, out, out of a I think, house? I think I the mean... problem is, I think you bring up a really good point, and I actually think that the, the way this country is and his... I think, I think the monarchy needs to be tip-top and in, in, Bristol, in perfect fashion. It needs to not be saying to people, oh, we're entitled, we're rich. And the problem with Andrew, the always it's always been the problem. His mum's favourite, he's got away with murder. Let's be perfectly honest. He shouts, he screams, he stamps his feet. I get, I absolutely get... Listen, mate, stop being entitled. You've made some horrific choices. You're going to have to disappear from public life. But complete humiliation, you're homeless, you can do whatever. I, I'm going to stick my neck on the line and people won't agree with it here. I don't think Charles will see it through. I actually think Charles will attempt to reform the royal family, but I think, to me, he's some, one of those people who wants to be all things to all people. I think something will be found, some compromise will be made. Quite rightly, Harry and Andrew have brought shame and, and, and difficulties to the royal family, and I'm sure that plays on King Charles's mind all the time. But I think he also... Listen, our, our new king has also made several mistakes in his life. Our, our, our new queen has made mistakes. Prince William's... Everybody makes mistakes. We've all made mistakes. I'm not sticking up for Prince Andrew in a million years. But I wonder whether Charles, in trying to reform and slim it down and keep it quiet <laughs> and make it reliable and relatable, I wonder whether he doesn't want to fight. And I, I believe that Andrew will stick his heels in. That's just my theory. And all, all uh, his friends are telling me uh, um, exclusively is that um, he's not saying I'm not leaving ever. He just said, look, we are fa this is a family. This is my family. As one of his friends told me after Easter, Andrew doesn't have one real friend inside his family. That's the way they feel. Maybe it's not true, but that's the way they feel. So if they just, if William wants to move there, Go and invite your uncle for tea. You live you live close by, right? And tell him and work a schedule if Charles wants to move his son there. And absolutely right, he's the heir to the throne. He has a bigger family, and and this house used to be uh, belong to the Queen Mother. It's a very it's a house for a senior royal. Absolutely, but but invite him for tea, invite him for uh, a meeting, work out a mutual schedule that will be acceptable. And you know when you ask if we will ask, hey, would you do me a favor? My my son, your nephew really needs it. I'm I know for a fact Andrew will will start working. We start adjusting. We start uh, digesting it. But give him some time. I mean, yeah. give him at least uh, you know. And also I, when you I, ask I somebody, Jeremy, go on quickly because I've got to finish. When it. you ask somebody to do a favor, you if I, you ask me to do a favor for you, I would like to feel respected that you thank me for the favor I'm doing. 
I am more than grateful, Daphne Barak. I, you know that. And I told you, when you come back to England, dinner's on me. And thank you, my darling. Lots of love, all right? Thank you for your, your exclusive. Absolutely. I appreciate it. God bless. Always love to the family. Always to be with you. Thank you, Daphne. Take care, my darling. And this weekend, this is, another, this is interesting. All eyes, of course, were on Liverpool for the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, May Muller, that was good. It wasn't she who stole the soap, because Princess Kate wowed fans by showcasing her stunning piano skills. I don't know if you saw this. Amazing. I mean, I didn't watch any of it, to be perfectly honest. I, I, I didn't. We came second last, didn't we? But unlike the ginger winger, Wills and Kate drew nothing but praise and admiration at the coronation. The big thing for me is can they reignite the public's love of the royal family that has taken a severe hit? Daphne's right, of course. You know, um, there's lots that goes on in royal circles that we never get to see. And she says friends close to Prince Andrew are just saying, come on, just give the guy a break. Former BBC royal correspondent Michael Cole joins me now. Can I touch upon what I just spoke to Daphne, Michael? Good evening. Um, we all know he's an idiot. We all know he's taken the wrong advice and messed up. But how? why can't they just put him somewhere quietly and let him get on with his life? I don't understand that. Yeah, the, the mighty fist of majesty is swinging, and it's swinging towards his younger brother. The king has never been a great fan of Andrew, and I do think, short of sending in the royal bailiffs, that he will be evicted, maybe kicking and screaming. But after all, where's he going to? Frogmore Cottage? Well, that's been brought up to the standards set by Meghan Markle, no other. She was going to live there, and she had the whole place done over at some great expense, which uh, it must be fair to say uh, Prince Harry repaid. Uh, and so they'll be going into that. So they'll be swapping a 30 uh, room mansion, a beautiful uh, wedding cake of a beautiful building in the middle of trees, which you know very well. It's about a mile from where you live. And of course, it's a, an easy place uh, to secure. Yeah. And that is a very important thing. And it's important that the Prince and Princess of Wales, uh, William and Kate, and their three reassuringly normal children have a good place to live in. And that's entirely appropriate. So, so Michael, you see, the thing for me is there's two things there. One is, with all of this, you know, if, if, if King Charles's view is to just let him disappear and, you know, move the monarchy on, slim it down, let's, let's keep the reputation. You're putting him back in the public eye with this debate. And I think he will dig his heels in. But let's talk about the future. You saw, mm. you saw Kate there at Eurovision, amazing, stealing the show. They were fantastic at uh, the coronation. And I think a lot of people came away from a couple of weeks ago and said, you know what, actually, we know the monarchy is safe. And actually, you used a phrase on the show the other week when you said... He's like a caretaker king. He won't be there too long. Um, they are the future and they definitely poll and their enthusiasm and their popularity is undiminished, isn't it, my friend? They're Hollywood casting, aren't they? They yeah. look good, they sound good, they're committed to the job. She becomes more assured with every performance and I could have loved to have heard a little bit more of that uh, piano concerto she was getting into there. And, of course, subconsciously, maybe, she was channeling Diana, Princess of Wales. She's a great admirer of the late Diana. And in 1958, uh, Diana was touring uh, a music conservatory in Melbourne, Australia, and... Um, uh, she was rather ambushed. They said to her, will you play something? Well, she sportingly did. She sat down at the piano and she got into 
about eight or nine bars of Rachmaninoff's uh, second piano concerto, which is not for mugs, and she did very well. And I think uh, as uh, the Princess of Wales, uh, Kate could not have been better. She mm. wasn't born to it, but mm. she's taken to it. And I think around the world, they'll become extremely popular. I'll tell you, something, look... what I, I'll tell you what, something I think. We did a poll today, Mike, and it says, you know, can Will and Kate make the public fall in love with the royal family again? 72%. And, and it's highlighted by Richard, who says, yes, they're a dignified couple who understand the importance of their duty and their roles. They take it very seriously, but they also both have an infectious sense of humour and can engage easily with the public. I believe that whatever happens to Andrew, whether they leave him in Royal Lodge or they put him somewhere quiet, I believe he and Harry will become less and less appropriate, Michael Cole. I believe that the Prince and Princess of Wales, along with, with the King and Queen and possibly the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh, will lead the royal family forward. And I think the people who want to kick up a fuss are going to become less and less of interest to the general public as the days and months go by. The important thing is they're in love. They love each other. And if they've got one of the best marriages in the royal family, that will stand them in good stead. And as this century progresses, Kate will become as adored and as loved as the Queen Mother did was in the 20th century. Uh, it, it's, it's assured and it's lovely to see a couple marching together, doing what they want there's to no, do. There's I no jealousy as there was between Charles and Diana. The reason I think that they resonate so well with the British public is because it's the first time in bloody history, Michael, that a royal's been able to marry the person he fell in love with. It's a genuine love. You're absolutely right. She's a normal, yeah. everyday person who's just so... I think she's infectious. I think that she manages to reach out to people, and, and that's a fantastic human quality, and, and I think they are, they are nailed on to lead us forward. Uh, Michael Cole, always a pleasure, and you've done me again with your tie-on. Thank you very much indeed, good lad. Thank you very much indeed, and thank you to Daphne Barak. <laughs>